0: Welcome to the Inward Journey Home Podcast. I'm Danika, your host, and I created a space dedicated to all conversations real, raw, and vulnerable. A space where we take a look at all the ways that we are in the way of our own happiness and joy, and even more exciting, all the ways in which we can remove these things. Join me in a journey focused on leaving the perfectionist aside and meeting that which is already within us. Let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome back. Welcome back to another episode here at the Inward Journey Home Podcast. This is Danika, your host, and I'm so excited to have you guys here in today's episode we're going to be really diving into the question of how to embrace loneliness we're going to be looking at what loneliness looks and feels like for most of us how we can start to move away from this idea that being alone is a bad word and really starting to understand where this discomfort and uncomfortable feeling of being alone with yourself stems from So I'm really, really excited to just dive into this question in a way that feels organic and in a way that really speaks to the pain and to the realness of loneliness. And as always, I'll introduce various stories and strategies that are going to support you in your new relationship with loneliness and how to start to embrace yourself in these moments. All right, guys, well, let's get started. So today, as I shared, is all about loneliness, and I really wanted to talk about some of the experiences that I had with loneliness and some of the experiences that I've heard from you guys about loneliness. So for me, one of the biggest pain points around being lonely was when I was younger, and I think for the most, for most of my life, I used to feel like I could be in a room filled with people. People that I knew, people maybe that I didn't know, or even people that I loved and I still felt utterly lonely. It was this just feeling so disconnected from the room. I could be having conversations, but be completely out of it at the same time. It was almost like this out-of-body experience, like life was happening to me and not with me. It was very, very confronting. I would many times go home and find myself pretty depressed in that, you know, I thought that these environments, these people, these conversations, these outings were going to satisfy me and leave me feeling whole. But in fact, they were just a reminder that I felt quite empty and I felt quite disconnected and alone, really detached from the world. And I felt like this for a number of years. And as I reflect on these moments, I think the biggest factor that was really at play here was that I was in conversations, I was in outings, and I was with people who just really weren't me. And I think this is very much a symptom of somebody who people pleases, of someone who's always trying to fit in, who's always trying to be among it, who doesn't even like to spend time with themselves you know, in these moments of feeling completely detached and disconnected from the world, really what was happening was I was being shown that the environment that I was in wasn't really a reflection of me. And it was really deeper to that. It was telling me that I had yet to spend that time with myself to really understand who and what I was about. So it was this like, almost this shift to step away from constantly needing to be out, constantly needing to be around people, constantly needing to be among it for fear of missing out. Because even when I was out, I was still disconnected. So it it almost told me like, the more that you come out and try to search for your happiness externally, the more you're just going to see a reflection of this dissatisfaction and disconnection with yourself. And that was exactly what I was experiencing. And so after a couple of years of just feeling completely disconnected and completely disassociated and detached from the world that I had essentially molded myself to, I found myself really needing to go inward and really needing to spend that time with myself. And another piece to the puzzle around loneliness that pushed me to understand loneliness as a positive quality was I was in a long distance relationship with Andrew, which I've talked about many times here on the podcast. And it, it was an interesting time for me because I so hated the idea of being in a long-distance relationship, but our relationship was long-distance for the first three and a half years. Um, and what I mean by long-distance was I lived in Australia with Andrew for about nine months in the first nine months of our relationship. And then... After that he stayed in Australia and I moved back to California and we kept that long distance relationship in two different countries for about a year or two and then eventually he moved to California he went to school at UCLA and still I maintained my residency in the Imperial Valley and he stayed in LA so we still kept an element of long distance of course we were in the same time zone which was exciting but Why do I bring up long distance and how does it relate to this idea of embracing loneliness? Well, I have to say that I'm quite grateful for the long distance element of our relationship because it really forced me and it really pushed me to get out of my idea of what it meant to be in a relationship. My idea of what are the things you do in a relationship and what are the things you do independently. It completely shattered all of that for me because really what was happening on a very simple, you know, day-to-day level was I, at the beginning, was holding myself back from experiencing life, right? I felt like I could only go on dinner dates with my significant other. I could only go to the movies on a Friday with my significant other. I could only, you know, explore a new city, explore a new area of my life with my partner or even friends or family. And the reality was that my situation meant that I didn't have him there. You know, we saw each other maybe once or twice every four months. And so the reality was that for me, I had to start to learn that going on dates with myself, taking myself to the movies, taking myself to explore a new city or travel or see friends outside of my relationship, taught me that loneliness is very much a perception. It's very much this impression that we have. So let me kind of dissect that a bit more. When I started to take myself out on dates to the movies or to dinner by myself, the first times I went out, I was completely and utterly like ashamed. Like I felt embarrassed that I was doing these things on my own. I was so worried about what people were thinking or perceiving of my outing that I was detached from myself and my outing and my experience. So what that taught me was that loneliness is really a perception this this perception that we think others are going to have of us like if we're bad or or if we're you know unworthy or undeserving or unloving that we're on a date by ourselves. But it was really quite the opposite for me as I started to make this quite a routine of every Friday going to Calexico 10 movie theaters after my work week and just treating myself to a dinner at Applebee's and then moving into a movie by myself. It was this this experience of no longer being worried about what other people thought of me going out on my own but really this opportunity to show myself love to show myself attention to show myself care to be willing to spend money on myself to be willing to get ready and and dressed up for myself right loneliness was so immediate for anyone who would see externally right because i'm on my own but i've never felt so held i've never felt so loved As I did in those moments, I've never felt so content and whole. Loneliness was an emotion that I didn't even experience every time I, I did these things. And so again, embracing loneliness is embracing this idea that loneliness is only a perception of what we think others have of us, right? Yes, loneliness can vary in the idea that we don't have the people that we want around us at all times, but I think what happens with loneliness and the way it gets perpetually worse is when we buy into the story that we need these people to feel whole, or we need these people to do the things we want to do, or we need these people to just be there as if they're a missing part for us, as if they're a limb, if, if they're there to support us in our breathing and our, you know, existing when we create this sort of dependency on people the absence of them feels like loneliness right and so when we start to look at this understanding that it's our you know attachment it's our dependency it's you know our crutch-like behavior with people then we can start to see that loneliness was never this culprit for you know bad Loneliness was actually the solution that in that space of quiet, in that space of detachment, in that space of experiencing life for yourself, with yourself, that these individuals, these relationships, they become enhanced because you're no longer depending on them to do these things that you love or to experience a life that you love. In fact, They become the thing you share it with. They become the group and people you share it with. They're no longer this crutch that you need in order to experience a life that you love and desire. So when we think about it this way, some of the pains that I need to address is this idea of disliking, if not hating, being alone. Right. That's a telltale sign that we are treating our external relationships as crutches. We're treating them as a limb to experience life, to experience happiness, right? So how can we start to detach from these external relationships as our source of happiness, as our source of self? Another telltale sign that this is a pain point for you, is really this idea of needing someone there all the time, whether it be on the phone, whether it be physically, like just needing someone there to occupy space with you. How often do you think do things independently? How often do you carve out time to spend time by yourself? And maybe it's not even the act of spending time by yourself, but it's the act of just detaching for a little bit from these external environments and people. Right? And again, as I shared and I started this story with this idea, another telltale sign is this idea of being in a room with people and still feeling incredibly lonely. So these are some of the ways that our perception of loneliness based off of this fear of what people are going to say, think, or believe about you, that you buy into, is how we've tainted the word loneliness. I want to share some strategies to help you begin to embrace loneliness. So for me, right away, it was taking myself on dates, right? I love the movies. For me, going on a date to the movies with Andrew was exciting and fun. And if we had a dinner before the movies, I was through the moon happy. So I used what I already knew about what made me happy to use that for myself. So I booked dinner and movie dates for myself. I I loved it so much that I did it I think once a week on Friday when I first started this another way to start to embrace loneliness again using what you already know that brings you happiness and that was dancing music I loved going out to you know the club I loved going out to festivals I loved going out to you know family get togethers dancing and music always made me feel so good And so what I started to do to embrace this loneliness is I started to bring elements of things that I already knew brought me happiness into this private relationship with me. So what did that look like? That looked like creating playlists on Spotify with dance music or music that really made me reminisce or music that made me want to dance my heart out. I turned off the lights in my room. I locked the doors to create some privacy. I closed the blinds and I danced. I had my headphones in my ear and I danced as if I was at the club. I danced as if I was at the family get together. And there I am in this dark you know, lit room by myself. And you would think, oh, that is a perfect opportunity to feel lonely. But it was quite the opposite for me. I felt so completely connected to myself, to life, to the music, to my body by way of dance. Another strategy to support you in intentionally embracing loneliness is to remove the pressure. Remove this pressure that You have to be with people at all times. Remove this pressure that you have to experience life with another person at all times. Remove this pressure that being single, being on your own is bad. What can you experience outside of these pressures? What's available for you, right? Who are you without the pressure? Who can you be? What would you like to do without the pressure? Where would you like to visit without the pressure of needing someone there? So often I've, you know, wanted to see different places or visit or do different things And I would hold myself back a lot because I would think, oh, you know, Andy's working that day or Andy's busy that day or my friend is busy that day or she won't really like it. So I won't go do the things I want to do. And I know that's really common for many of us. We think we need people to go and do the things we want to do. But in fact, that's an invitation to do those things for yourself, to share that joy of doing the thing you wanted to do with and for yourself. I'll be absolutely honest, I'm finding myself in that, you know, predicament now that I'm in in London and, and I want to explore and I wanna get out. And there's a piece of me that's scared to get on a train and get lost. There's a piece of me that's scared to look around and realize that I'm no longer home. So instead of going out and exploring and getting to know the city like I really want to, I keep telling Andy, oh, you haven't, you know, taking me out to see the city. You haven't me time to go explore with me. But again, I have to remind myself that I have to embrace this loneliness, this new loneliness of reconnecting with a city, reconnecting with a new home. And doing that on my own, I know it's going to serve me 10 times over doing it with Andrew because I'll get to map out the places I want to go. I'll get to outline how long I want to stay in in certain areas or what I want to experience, what I want to see. So these are the moments where we really need to bring that self-awareness of where are we saying, because of you, I haven't been able to. Because we haven't, I haven't been able to right? Wherever we're playing the blame game is really where we need to start taking accountability for ourselves and taking accountability for how we embrace our own self, how we embrace our own loneliness. And really the last piece that I want to share a strategy with embracing loneliness that completely gave me a deep understanding that I am never alone is meditation, Meditation has been the beautiful path, the beautiful highway to realizing that I'm never alone, that I'm not separate from a higher power, that I'm not separate from God, right? Meditation has allowed me to detach from the external world and really go inward and feel my heart and feel the light that I am comprised of and feel this expansion that I'm connected to everything and connected to nothing at the same time. Meditation gives you space to be more than this physical body. Meditation expands you in such a way that you could never feel lonely because you know you are of everything and everything is of you you are a drop in an ocean and that drop contains the whole i i'm sorry i speak to you of of this in such vast you know imagery words but that's the only way i can explain how I've been able to fall deeply in love with myself through closing my eyes, breathing, seeing the darkness, and knowing that I am that light. I am that blinking in and out of consciousness. I am, I am that. And so embracing loneliness on a physical plane from going on dates, scheduling time, doing the things you want to do. But I would say that the number one strategy is to close your eyes and breathe. To do self-care as if it was your work, as if it was your job. And always journaling. Journaling is always a beautiful way to embrace that loneliness and hold yourself in compassion when you are in moments of need and moments of despair and confusion. Embrace yourself, hold yourself. When you hold yourself, universe is holding you god is holding you and yeah I, I i really i feel really touched to be able to speak to this this question to speak to this idea and i really do hope that it left you with an understanding of our perceptions of loneliness it left you with an understanding of how loneliness can in can be showing up and may be showing up and some strategies on how to start to embrace your loneliness if you found this episode really insightful if you have follow-up questions go ahead and join me in my private facebook group you can find the link to this group in the show notes of this episode and if you want to get in touch with me send me a message tell me what came up for you. Always feel free to send me a direct message on Instagram. You'll find the link again in today's show notes. It is an absolute honor to share sacred space with you. I am forever grateful to have your listening ears and to be in your orbit. And as always, I love you, I see you, and I am so with you. Until next time. Bye!